Nice. Nice. How do we start this? <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for coming by. I'll be your host for today. I'll be called David. Today we got uh, Serena and Josh right here. Hello. Hello. Yeah, so Josh is... You want to do a short introduction of yourself? Sure. I am a little boy living in Surrey, my hood. Um, many of my friends call me Josh. Go by Joshua, but I call me Josh. Nice. What about you, Serena? Hi, my name is Serena. I am from Vancouver. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And this is our first podcast. We don't know how it's going to go, but here it is. <laughs> yeah, so um, Josh... Hello. Little boy from Surrey. Yes. Uh, when did you come to Canada? That would be back in um, 1998. A long time ago, actually. 1998. How old were you? I was exactly three years old. Dang. What about you, Serena? I came when I was seven months old. So probably... Probably in like 95. That's when I was born. Yeah, probably around then. I, I'm an October baby, so seven months from that, you can calculate. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, your your birthday's in December, so yeah. it wasn't quite then, but right, right. But the '95 era, right. I was on a plane. Apparently, I didn't cry that much. I was very, very um, taken well care of by the flight attendants <laughs> as we were flying in, apparently, and they really loved me because I was like a fresh newborn baby. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I actually actually looked pretty cute when I was young, so nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <thanks. laughs> well, like the reason I ask because like today's topic, you're gonna be talking about the 1.5 gens. I'm not sure if there's like a word for that in English, but like in Korean, we call it ilchamose. It's basically just any guy or gal that's come over to a country while they're relatively young, so they don't like really fit in with the native home country people. And like the native... Um, Mother country. Like the place they went to. Like the destination country people. Oh, right, right, right. Right, um, right. I think there's so much to say about being like a 1.5 or second gen. Um, well, we're all Canadian and, and, and Korean at the same time, I guess. Um, but I think it's also different in the context of like where you are a 1.5 gen. Because I know in the States it's it's definitely different because they have a longer um, history of generations of Korean Canadians or Korean Americans there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think when I first realized there was a difference was when I think all 1.5 generations can feel this. But like when you meet someone who is a 1.5 generation and it's evident that they are, it's something about that is more comfortable. The fact that like you can portray your thoughts in English and Korean. Oh, yeah. Like, like without even me noticing, I'm more closer to that person than I am with people who just speak one language, right? So like, uh, I almost spoke Korean there. From there, like you have this connection and then you start realizing the bigger picture, the people you're hanging out with. It go, it branches off like you're really close with the 1.5 generations. And then it's the Koreans. And then it's like the other ethnicities. And then you realize like, dang, I'm... It's really weird being a 1.5. Like you can't really like get along with them. Like them, you're not really a kimchi. You're not really a hamburger. I think like for me, it was weird. Well, I've been very fortunate enough to be very engaged with Korean culture as a kid growing up. I think um, 
I really enjoyed watching a lot of um, Korean TV shows like Yenning and K drama, which is like huge now, but wasn't as big what, internationally. What, question, sorry, was it your mom who exposed you to that? I don't know. I'm I'm not quite like I don't remember how I got exposed to it, but I know I I like remember being very um, excited about like watching these shows. My mom, you know, uh, back in the VCR days. Wow. Um, oh, so old. There used to be, there used to be <laughs> a store in my hood. Where'd you live? In Surrey. Well, I used to live in US as like a kid. I went to kindergarten there and then I moved to Surrey. And so a lot of my childhood I spent in Surrey. But in- Did you know that? The video store is in Hannam. Uh, no, there was also another one in Guilford. A Korean one? Yeah, there was. So my mom and I, we would always take a visit um, over the weekends or something. We'd had like literally 50 VCRs that we borrowed. Wow. We would borrow so much. Um, and you know what was really funny is that these VCRs, um, they are like slow to update, right? Because they have to wait for it to air in Korea and then record it and then right. bring it over here. So it'd be like a month delayed. Right. Like what we're watching, the content we're watching. But we would regardless watch it. Like take 50 of them and then like watch all of them. Like sometimes my mom would um, borrow an entire drama that has ended. Like you guys know, you guys remember Tsumo? Uh, I got no It's idea. a K-drama. <laughs> it's like... Um, it's a K-drama with like a very old, like traditional Korean historical background. Oh, is it like the type of dramas where like they aired it for like 200 something episodes yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, like yeah, 24 yeah. It's like now? It's almost like Taejanggum. Wow. You guys remember Taejanggum? So no, I, I don't. But oh, yeah, no, that no, was no, very no. old, right? Yeah. So anyways, back to, I'm going to try to like track myself when I talk. Um, so I would be exposed to a lot of these like cultural content that I felt like I was not missing out. So even though I would hang out with non-Koreans in school, like that would be okay for me. But then I would go place myself back into church. And a lot of my church friends were actually like me, like myself. So they were, I guess in a way, 1.5 gen, but they were also not, um, like they weren't missing a whole uh, lot of Korean in them. So you would still have a lot of opportunities to speak in Korean. So I felt like I've never lost it or didn't have that part of me. Um, and then moving up into uh, middle school, I started to make a lot of Korean friends. Like that's when I, I think only started hanging out with Korean friends. And then learned a lot of uh, bad Korean words. <laughs> that you constantly use I, on us? I was a very, very... Um, I wasn't a very rebellious kid then, I guess. But I learned a lot of bad words then. Anyways, and then I moved up to high school. And my high school had a lot of 1.5 gen Koreans. Um, and I think I would like to say at least more than half of my school were Asians. Mm. Mm. So um, we were very... like I, I've always... Yeah, so I've like never really felt... Like I was missing out or like that I was not able to fit in or like I'm not either them or not them. Like I always 
didn't really have that question in mind. Um, but uh, there was one time that I did and it was recently when I went traveling last year. And it was when I was um, staying in a Korean hostel in Europe when I was traveling. And I was traveling by myself, as you guys know. Um, and I was staying with a bunch of like Korean Koreans who've like grown up in Korea, speak Korean, barely, well, like barely speak English. Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, I felt there was a lot of cultural values that clash, but not, I don't want to say that those values that I derive from are like fully Canadian or like fully Korean. It's it's like that my those values are like 1.5 gen values. So it's like a mixture of values. Um so I think that's when I actually felt like there was a huge difference mm. between traditional Koreans and not traditional Koreans. Cuz I would still be able to get along with like just regular like Koreans. Yeah. I mean like I think the real question for me is because like, yes, I can get along with everybody. Like even in the high school, like I was really not aware of these that these circles really did exist until like the later in the high school years. But then like when I did, it was like I I couldn't I couldn't like f- connect with these guys in like a deeper level. Rather like on the surface of it, I could definitely be like like just like greet each other and like you know do small talk and like. If we have like class projects, oh yeah, we can like definitely be like doing that type of stuff. But like, like in my personal life, where I like actually connect with these guys, it'd be kind of hard because I think like I'd be consuming both cultures. Back in the day, like I live in this like Canadian culture, but then back home or like on my phone, I'd be consuming like Korean content. Right. And then like, and I go back, like these guys are talking about something totally different. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, and then if I try to like consume like their content, then I like miss this part at home, like with my family and stuff. Mm. Cause like, and then so like at school, I have, I'd be like in, I'd be like a 1.7 kind of thing where like <laughs> there'd be like these Koreans that came to Canada like grade 10 or 11, right? So they're mostly like, I guess 1.1 ish. And then there'd be like my like, re- like literally 2.0 or like just other ethnicity friends. But then I'd be like in between all of that, and like I was have I really had a hard time like uh you know meeting with people that I could really connect on a personal level and just like mm. be very uh like not conscious of myself when I'm like you know talking with these guys or you know just connecting with them. Yeah, I agree. I think being one point five generation is pretty difficult. Like you have to find a f- find your place amongst the people you're surrounded by. I think. For me, it's not very hard to get along with Koreans. It's easier for me to get along with like Korean Koreans than like non Koreans. Completely non Koreans. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Like, uh, like putting one point five people aside. Like, is it easier for you guys to get close to Korean Koreans or like non Koreans? I don't know. So I know Josh said that like you feel very subconscious or like feel very self-conscious about talking fully in Korean 
like when I'm when I'm like let's say that you throw me into a den full of with Korean people, just like straight up <laughs> Korean people, and all they're speaking is Korean. Yeah. Then my ability to speak Korean will deteriorate by a hundred percent. I'd be like, you know what I'm talking about. But then when you throw me in a den filled with non-Koreans, I can speak, but I feel like what I'm communicating is not fully communicated. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I totally yeah. get that. Like, it's really weird. Like for Koreans, if you, if like if I'm in a Korean den, I'm like I can still feel what they're trying to do, and they they could probably see what I'm trying to communicate, like inta about ninety degrees, you know, aksu and like dunusum, you know. But like though non-Koreans, though you can speak, but like their expressions is like it doesn't change. I can't read it. It's weird. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, like for me, it's. It's not very hard to engage in a Korean, like full on Korean conversation. Mm. Like I don't have to think about it. Yeah. But with a English conversation, I kind of have to think about it. But this is also kind of different depending on like the phase I'm in. And as I grow up, I feel like um, if I've been in a pool of non-Koreans… Um, I feel when I go back to being with Koreans, it takes kind of like a split second for me to actually like get back into the Korean language vibe. Mm. And then the same thing if I'm with like a bunch of Koreans and then I go back to like my workplace, then I will like it'll take some time again to like bring out that Canadian patch in me. That's why I feel like most comfortable around fellow like 1.5 gens. Because you can do both. Yeah, because like, like what Josh and what like Serena said, like if I had to only speak with this person in like one language and like one cultural context, it's kind of hard to get out everything in me. Mm. Whereas, because like there's like these words that you can't really describe in English. There's like these words that you can't describe in Korean that are from yeah, English. Yeah, that's very true. And like, so like when I'm trying to like, you know, tell you what's going on in my head. Like even now when I was like talk like talking about like stuff like I, I was like having these moments of like how do you describe this in English? Right. And you don't go like oh <laughs> this popped out right now. Yeah. Right there. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah like stuff like um Dunchi is a very Korean term. Term. And I think it's also very like the idea around it is also very culturally Korean. I have a question. Do you guys Think in English or think in Korean? This is a question we get a lot. Well, there's also that question where you're like, do you dream in, in Korean in or, in or do you dream yeah. in English? So what is it for you guys? I'm so curious. I actually don't know. I know a lot of people ask me, but I kind of don't know. I think it depends. I think it depends on the activity that I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. But I'd say for me, a majority of the time, it's English, like 80%. Mm-hmm. Thinking process. Yeah actually don't know i i think it's it's kind of like could be half and half for me that's really weird because like she came here at seven months old yeah you came here at three three years old i came here in grade three yeah but then like i guess i feel like i'm much more korean like i could be much more korean than a canadian like could you imagine yourself uh, having to move to Korea and like, I could, like fitting I could. in like I actually living can. your life there? I, I would hate it. Like honestly, I think I would hate it just because like my, a lot of like my personal values would clash, especially like in a workplace or in like 
doing saweseongar, like in a society. But um, I know I can force myself to do it because I understand it. Like I, I, you know, there's people who would who would go there and then would not be able to do it because they just don't understand the oh, roots of it right. or like the or like how people um, do things. But I kind of understand it, which is weird. But then also, there's also um, a part of me where. Uh, my family would always go to Korea in the summer break, like every year when I was a when I was a kid. So I've actually attended um, summer school like kindergarten before in Korea. Yeah, as a kid. Do you remember any of that? I things? remember some moments, and I remember doing the kungmin tejo. Oh my god! During- what? With, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember doing it. I remember the anthem like coming on and like doing it in kindergarten and like playing on the playground with the kids. So I I feel like because I have those experiences, I am a bit more Korean. I could be a bit more Korean. Mm-hmm. But I've also been like attracted to the idea and the culture of being Korean. So that could be it. But then I also am not fully Korean to extent to where like I will think um like a like a full Korean. What about you? Could you imagine yourself living in like just Korea? Honestly, uh I mean if someone threw me in there I could probably live, but I would probably die of stress. <laughs> like literally. Right, right. I think the issue is that like when we speak Korean, there is this like uh atmosphere right when you speak with adults like there is this there's this automatic respect you give them to the language whereas in english it's hard to portray that so if if i'm with 1.5 generations like you guys like i can like you guys understand the body languages and my english is not 100% canadian it's like it's a mixture of korean culture you know? yeah for so sure. like i will literally bow to a older white man i'll be like oh <laughs> hello right <laughs> what was this reaction do you like? actually do that uh, like it's a body like habit. It just it's bends. A de- it, you just default to it. it. Bends and like <laughs> when he passes me things, my hand, both my hands go out and, go, and like I bend a bit. You know. Like, oh really? At the bank, he's like, "Yo, here's my hundred dollars." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." you know? <laughs> Does he notice? Did they have like a reaction to that? I think they do notice, but I think they automatically assume it's just because. I Asian. don't think I have that. <laughs> oh really? See, that's so weird. That's so weird, right? Yeah, like yeah. I don't really have that. Okay, that's weird. I think. I act like a Korean around Korean. Yeah. And you're fully Canadian around Canadian. I'm not like fully Canadian. I can't say I'm fully Canadian because like I'm so um, culturally dumb (laughs) being a Canadian. Like I am not a full Canadian in the context that like if you talk about like friends, uh, what else is there? Um, What's that show with uh, Will Smith in it? The Pursuit of Happiness? No. Prince of? Yeah. Something. I forgot the name. Prince of Fresh. Men in Black? <laughs> Prince of Fresh something, right? Yeah. That's what it is, right? This is so bad. This is really bad. Someone's going to really, really... Someone, whoever's listening to this can be I, like... I have no idea what that oh is. Oh my gosh. It's, this kid is really like culturally dumb. But I am. I, I tell myself that and I say that at work as well. Like I won't be able to um, sympathize with people who... Are like so culturally engaged in the Canadian show. What what is Prince it? Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say fresh? Sorry. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Um, that show. Um, 
So I'm like very culturally dumb in that aspect. So I won't be fully, fully Canadian, but I won't, I'll, I think I, I will try not to show my Koreanness um, when I'm in a pool of, uh, when I'm in a pool with like non non Koreans, mm. yeah. Unless it's about food, <laughs> like food is a little bit different, but interesting. Yeah. So like at work, it's like I'm. Yeah, I I'll I'll be really engaged in conversations where people are very when people are very interested in Korean culture and they'll start like talking about it, mm. especially like drama and stuff like that where. Now Netflix carries a lot of it, right? So I know I know um, some people at work make or like ask suggestions and stuff. So yeah, so what do you guys think would be easier than like we talked about if you had to live in Korea, right? But what if you're suddenly thrown in an environment where you had to be fully on your like second gen side of things? Like, I don't know. Let's say some northern city in canada where there's like no asian asian people oh my god <laughs> like which, which one would be easier for you guys to engage with i'm very introverted when i'm with um non-koreans really you know that that's so weird it's very yeah. weird <laughs> you guys might not believe no, me we, we don't believe but you. i am very introverted to the extent where um my work work colleagues will will think that I don't talk as well, much as I do. Why though? Why? Like what's going on? Maybe maybe because I'm in a work environment. Like I work in an office so it's like I talk minimally but um, and I like just am so focused on doing what I need to do. But I'm not like that talkative. As much as I am with, with Koreans and you guys. And like as much as you guys know me as a very talkative, extroverted person, like I won't be like that around um, non-Koreans. It's very weird. That is very weird. I know. Oh. So, what is harder for you? Um, definitely with like non-Canadians. Mm. Non-Canadians. Def- yeah, definitely. Or non-Koreans. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I got that mixed up. But definitely with non-Koreans. Yeah. Mm. It's it's like so much easier for me to engage in a Korean conversation. Like it's not very hard. What about for you, Josh? I I can kind of see the benefit of both, but also the unbenefit of both. <laughs> like <laughs> if you put me in a northern place, like I'm thinking Alaska right now. Like, like I don't think there's like much Korean people there. But let's say like even summer, like none of it. None of it. Yeah. Like I think the food. Like the fact that I will not be able that to. That is so true. Yeah, like buy like you can make it, but it's not the same as buying like. Oh, that is actually very true. You know, know that's like, the main reason why I actually booked the Korean hostel when I was traveling in Europe, so that I can yeah I can have Korean food. I need to have rice at least. Well, right. not have to, but I really like aim to have rice for at least one meal a day, for at least a meal a day. There was this video video on BuzzFeed where it was talking about Koreans, how weird Koreans are. Like if they go on a vacation, like, oh, like, oh, let's go to Europe, right? 
I mean, usually people are like, we got to experience Europe, eat European food. But the first thing Koreans do when they land there is like, yo, I need some kimchi. I need some <laughs> kimchi chicken right now. You know what's really weird? This uh. is another um, thing I saw, but like Koreans are so centered around pop, like around eating. They'll right. be like, oh yeah, we work to eat. You know, there's like a phrase, like phrase where you're like, oh, like, you know, like like that, like where you're saying like, oh, we're we're doing this so that we can eat, eat and survive off of it. Yeah, you know, like yeah. so everything is so like centered around <laughs> our, our like our eating habits. Right. It's it's quite funny. I think like the culture itself, like I, we find the value in eating. I I completely agree because like like several things. Number one. When someone asks you like, don't you feel so like cared that's for? Also, oh, yeah. That's also yeah. another um, way to say like, how have you been? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's another conversation starter. Yeah. Times 100 though. You feel so intimate. <laughs> like in, if you, if I met like a Canadian on the street, like, did you eat? <laughs> it's very like, weird. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, like, like, but also that's also like the one of the first things you say, like when you um, like meet someone, you know how when we, like us three meet, well, like, oh, did you guys eat? Yeah. <laughs> it's so important. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, Busan Sanam agree, but that's like apparently how they inside like, you know? Oh, right, right, right. But <laughs> like, that's also different because like, Busan is like a very conservative, um, like, it's it's a more conservative city, right? Like, the culture there. Is it? I have no idea. Have no so, idea. like, Busan Namja is, is supposed to be very, um, Rough, like you know, like like Um, in some kind of aspects, but you're like you're not very expressive. Oh yeah, yeah not very expressive. Right. So then, Chaijinessa, like, oh, how are you doing? Is kind of like could be kind of cringe. Mm. So instead of that, I think they route to like, have you have you eaten today? Right. Right. Interesting. I I think that's what it is. Like I might be wrong. Directing I, their exactly so yeah, like indirectly like asking how you are doing. Dang, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, because you know, you know, like um, when you listen to there's a lot of breakup songs in in Korean, right? In Korea, and um, there's quite a few of them that actually uh related to like not having to eat when you're in a very depressing oh, that's state. So true. You know, you know when you're like. Like pamboni, like oh, have you been eating? Like, you know, or like you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's the songs, yeah, yeah. Even so, even in songs, you you hear that. Mazo. So it's very, it's a very significant part of being Korean. Oh, wow. Like yeah. eating. Is it important for you, David, <laughs> to eat? Yeah, like the the aspect that of like so when I say like pap <laughs> do you feel that like that like yo are you doing okay? like are you fine? Yeah, that that feels like I, f- I feel like another level of like care for me if, for the person if they ask that. But then then again, like me as a person, don't have too much weight on like eating, like the value of it. Yeah. So like, right, we know it's that. relatively lower, but like it is more like I don't know, heartwarming than like, what's up? Mm. Mm. <laughs> You're right. Right. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, right, right. Were there any situations where you guys actually benefited from being like a 1.5 gen rather than being like a totally Korean or totally Canadian? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah for sure, yeah, definitely. for sure. Like being able to speak more than one language, I think is 
is a t- like huge like benefactor. Benefactor. I agree. Is that a word? I don't know. Is it? It is now. <laughs> you know what? Like I think. I, I like when I saw that. So we recently watched a documentary on LA like stuff and like LA Capote, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I watched that, like I thought that was like so bojso because like, I can automatically build a connection with them, and I realized the benefits of being able to be Canadian and Korean at the same time is that you have your own culture. It's not really one of one, and like. I feel a little bit of pride that I'm a Canadian Korean. I mean, not even that fact that I'm an American Korean, just like a Canadian Korean. I feel. Right, do you say Korean Canadian or Canadian Korean? I I am a Canadian Korean. Really? I'm not a Korean Canadian. <gasps> really? Yeah. I I route to say just Korean Canadian. But doesn't that imply that you're a little bit more Korean than you're Canadian? Maybe though? maybe that's why. Yeah, that's why. I, I don't oh. like that. Because like I don't identify as Korean first before Canadian. Really? Yeah. I also prefer Canadian Korean. But then really? my mom's like, no, you're a Korean Canadian. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I definitely see myself saying Korean Canadian more often than… I, I, I think I never say like, Canadian heck, Korean. I don't, even, I don't even say Canadian Korean. I just say I'm Canadian. Like when I That's very people. true. That's very but then true. like when I was traveling in Europe also… When I like… When the people ask me like… Like, hey, where are you from? Oh, I'm Canadian. I'm from Canada. And they're like, and they always say, oh no, where are you really from? Because like, <laughs> I think I think it's very oh, really? different. Because like, like Canada, there's like a lot of like multiculturalism here, especially. So like, anybody can call themselves Canadian and be like, that's fine. But then like in Europe, it's very strange for somebody that's like, that doesn't look what they think they should look, identifies themselves as whatever. You know, some people think that that's a racist comment. For them to be saying like, where are you actually like, from? Like, where's your parents from? Like, where are you, your, where are you your from? Ancestors like, from, from. from. <laughs> yeah, where are your ancestors from? You know, there's a… Yeah. There's that video. Yeah, there's yeah. that video of, of like the girl… Of, yeah. of the girl running and um, encounters a man who asks her like where she's actually from. Yeah. And she's like… It's like she's she says she's American or something, she right? She's from California. And then he's like, where's your he's parents like, where from? Where are you from? No, I think she he routes to saying, um, where are you from? Like where are you from from first before he asks that question. Yeah. And she says, Oh, I was originally in Texas, but I moved to California. And he's like, No, <laughs> where are your parents from? That's that was kind of like the approach there. Like but then like in Canada, it's like anybody can be Canadian, which right. I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Do you think it's offensive to ask that question? I mean, I think there's a better way to word that. Like <laughs> then, like where are you from? From like I can I can totally understand why they're getting offended, but I can also understand the guy asking it. But yeah. then I think the guy that asking it just hasn't ever like thought of it from the other perspective. Maybe yeah, like that you could I don't know say like, hey, uh, what's your like ethnical background or something like that, right? Like, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, totally. Like where are you actually from? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like where are you from? <laughs> yeah. Canadian. You don't I'm look from Surrey. Uh, <laughs> 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 where are you? From should have seen Serena's face. It was like <laughs> like accusing me. Where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like yeah, like people can, I think, get offended by so many different. Yeah, I mean that's a whole face. another topic about being that is offended. Very true. Yeah, we should stick with the one point five. That is very true. Um. Yeah. yeah so interesting. Yeah. Um. What about like some 
the opposite of benefits. Like times where he felt that being a 1.5 gen was actually, uh, how would you word this? Like a liability for you rather than an asset. Mm. <laughs> or like the opposite of benefit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I always say, you know, when I encounter Koreans, like Korean Koreans, they'll say, oh, like, you know, I'm so jealous that you are able to speak English so fluently. But I tell them I'm like also language language dumb. <laughs> that in that like I actually am not perfect in either of the languages. Right. So it's it's like, you know, people will expect me to be good at speaking English mm. in a certain time or speaking Korean in a certain time, but I won't actually be like living up to their expectation or living up to my expectation because I think people when they hear me speak Korean they're like very surprised they're like you speak very well in Korean and I'll be like yeah I mean yeah then there's also moments where I'm like oh I can't I'm like really bad in English Mm. like I wish I was more um more articulate <laughs> in speaking right. English. Yeah, um, sometimes feel very awkward. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my phrases can get really awkward at times <laughs> when speaking English. Like the grammar will just not be there. <laughs> will just not be existent. Um, yeah. I mean, like my Korean vocab's pretty messed up too. Like I hear because because I don't know too many words. Like they say something and then I hear something else. And then like, it just becomes a mess. You know, you probably experienced this a lot. But I've also heard that I speak Korean in a way like, um, in in like a 1.5 gen way. In that like, I'll place the words kind of differently. Oh. Um, like how, what, so like, you know how in English, I can't really think of an example. It's like the noun, the orders of the nouns and the yeah. verbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard, I heard like, because my friend who's Korean Korean, he noticed that. He was yeah. like, he was like, yeah, you're really good at Korean, but like, I can hear your 1.5 gen ish. Um, I mean, I think that's less of an issue for Korean because you can say it in any way and it'll still make sense. So you could say pam bogonni or bogonni pop, or like right, 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 right. But then, right. like in English, if you say like eat did you I, it's like what are you? <laughs> it what really, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, but I've heard it's because I think in a like English language I think in the English language and then and I'll speak yeah. yeah I like just I think it's natural for me to, so then I don't really think that I'm actually thinking but that's my like thinking process right right right, right. so I've heard that when when Koreans hear me speak they will kind of catch it at times right but if they don't know me they might not catch it right right so it's like it's not very noticeable but um, it's a trait you have. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Exactly. I'm curious if like when we speak English for like just a native and like only English speaking people, we sound non-native. I think I think we do. I there, think we do. Because yeah. I can catch some of my friends um, when they speak English and I can I can catch their Koreanness. Or like non-nativeness. I don't want to say Koreanness, but like like non-nativeness. Um and there's this tendency, I think sometimes, for us to like forcefully speak like as if we're native. Like like 
like, like pronunciation wise or like at these least words or? I think for me or um or like a few of my friends like 발음 굴린다고 그러잖아 yeah oh, oh I see like, yeah water or something that's like British. we're <laughs> we're 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 gonna like forcefully speak native right okay I think for me personally though like I've actually been influenced more by uh like black culture oh wow Interesting. so because no, i like topic. play basketball and like my content consumption was always from there so mm. like i'd always like i sometimes like not sometimes i think i usually talk with more like that kind of influence rather than like mm-hmm. uh yeah interesting it's very interesting like like you know uh okay we'll not bring him up but Oh no, we'll just say because I already said it. But Simon, you know, like Sujin Yeo, yeah, 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 yeah. or like Kwan Wang, you like you, you kind of hear those vibes, right? Oh, yeah, Johnson actually has, <laughs> yeah. has right? a bit of that. Yeah, I can hear it. So like we like, get yo. those influences, like <laughs> right. the way we like casually talk, right? Yeah, yeah I think it's interesting that we kind of speak the way we're influenced. Like I, I feel that's like that's very true. I, I watch a lot, like a lot of American things that I am interacting with are from like. Media drama, like American dramas, yeah. but not just American dramas. It's either like Suits or like the complete opposite, like The Office, and they have a way they speak. And I, I think <laughs> I have that kind of like <laughs> that vibe. Yeah, like I think I sometimes speak like Michael Scott, you know. <laughs> and you're not, so, you know, that's very obnoxious, but I think I do sometimes. Like you have that sarcasm. Yeah, and just like the way he phrases the sentences or like the voicing of it, you know, right. I, I think we're all influenced by what what we're watching the most. Oh, that that's very true. I mean, like I think um, we get very influenced by like the content we consume. Yeah, so different kinds of content that we would. It's also interesting with. because, like, since we can speak both languages, we can consume content from two different types of cultures. Right. Like, whenever I'm googling something for a solution. I'll always go to the English one first, but then like, if I feel like a Korean community can like answer the problem better, I'd go to Naver and search that. Mm. So it's like really, I have like a wider selection. selection of information that I can like get my stuff from. Right. Which is really interesting. Right. I have a question. So I would, when I go to Google, it's so much easier. But when I go to Naver, my mind just shuts off. <laughs> There's just too many information that I can't read at the same time. I feel like a foreign person when I'm on Naver. Foreign. Foreign, yeah. Foreign person. You know what I'm talking about? Like, does it does it apply for you guys too? I think like interface wise. No, just like like let's say you go on Naver and you search up, you know, Kimchi like kimchi mandero, right? And then you look at it. You I have to literally focus to understand what they're saying. To like find what you like, need? That too. Like just yeah. yeah. I think it's just because they're very different platforms. Yeah. Or at least the user interface is very different because like Google is just like Google and then search bar. It's very it. simple. And I then, feel like Google is very simple. Yeah, like it, yeah. On Naver, they have like the search bar function, the email login function, like the Gmail type function and then like the news and then like a whole bunch they of have a bunch of ads and like I think that just like is like a big part of that because when even when you search something like Google, they only gives you sites and then you can uh, specifically click for images and stuff if you want to but then yeah. on Naver, there's like cafes, blogs, Images, um, Jishigin, which is like, what would that like be? It's I like, guess that'd be like Reddit or something. Ask or yeah, something stuff, like that, right? Stuff like that, yeah. Gosh. So, like, they have so much stuff there, and it's like they're trying to cram it into one page. I think also the maybe Koreans, why? They love Koreans, it. Yeah. They love it. 
Yeah, and that's they, the go-to. They that's don't their like, default. They don't like Google. Yeah. Oh, but this is also what I also heard. Um, that if you like search for information on Google from Canada versus if you search for the same information in Korea, right. the results that you get are actually different. Right. So like when we search for stuff on Naver here, the results we get are actually pretty crappy. But then if you search for the same thing while we're in Korea because of the IP address thing, we actually get more access to more information. Interesting. Um, That's very like interesting. the algorithm. Yeah. And also like if you search for something on Google in Korea, you actually get pretty crappy results. Apparently, right. which is why they always use Naver. Oh. That's what I heard from uh, Kyungjunhee's dad, which is your uncle. Which is my uncle. <laughs> He's pretty interesting too. Shout but, out to yeah. him. <laughs> Wherever you are. <laughs> interesting. Oh. Yeah, I think Naver is too much. Well, I, I, I will go into Naver for like Korean news content. I sometimes go into like find out what's like what's up in Korea. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I actually go in a lot of times when I'm bored. I can't do that. I'll like go in. But I think politics is a little bit harder for me. Right. Like I think political… Something that in, involves like politics in Korea is, is a little bit harder for me to read. But I'll still like understand the gist of it. And if I'm like really interested, I'll like look it up in Google. I'll like… To refine your… Yeah. Yeah. And like I'll look it up in like a Korean or English translated version of it. Right. So, so again, a 1.5 generation problem. Like right. You have to, I guess so. Yeah. But then if, if, but I'll go in to see a lot of like um, celebrity content right. or uh, media content that's trending. Cause I'm obviously, you know, I, I like my K drama and uh, shows. Hmm. So I'll like go in to see what's up occasionally. Not occasionally, actually, quite, quite um, often. Then I would not. So I would use Naver for that. And I also use Nate. Nate. What's Nate? I've, I've heard of that. It's the it's, like it's the website that used to carry Cyworld. Cyberworld? Cyworld. The Totori thing? Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys never did Cyworld? Nope. You I didn't did. do Cyworld either, Josh? No, I did not. Wow. I used Buddy Buddy though. I didn't use Buddy Buddy. Oh. Wow. You used Buddy Buddy. Interesting. Oh, oh interesting. Ever Sundays, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I used to use Cyworld. I I used to have a Cyworld account through my grandma's name. Like that's wow. how and a lot of kids actually did the same. A lot of my high school friends and my middle school friends, they would have an account through their like grandparents' name or their like mom's name or right. dad's name. Because you need that Because you need, yeah, a Korean um, ID, like a social insurance. I guess it's kind of like a social insurance number, right? Yeah. Um, in Korea, so then to register, and I obviously didn't have it, so I would, I had to register through my grandparents, and then I eventually actually made my own account. How I was able to, I forgot how there was because I got my citizenship, um, actually at a much older age, I got it when I was in grade 10. Oh, I know, right? So, I before then, I actually had my Chumitungupono. Really? Yeah. So I was able to register through my name. So I had an account through my name and I like I would always ask my relatives to send me totori so that I would buy so that I'd be able to buy the the background music for my side world. Oh, so extra. And <laughs> and 
I it, it was very extra. Like that would be my birthday gift. I would ask wow. my Korean relatives <laughs> to send me totori. Dang, it was very. But Josh, it was a thing. Yeah. And there was also like certain music that would trend. Oh yeah, it's kind of like on Cyril Lounge Lizard. I guess like TikTok of back then. It's like your, not it's not a TikTok. It's like a blog. Oh, it's but like, like the blog. music music aspect of it. Right, right, right. So then, um, like I would have like a Japanese music on there because that <laughs> <laughs> was trending at one point. Um, like you know, music from uh, OST from what is it like Japanese anime? Wow! Like very very romantic oh, Japanese anime. Oh, I think I know what you mean. How do you song? Okay, that type of stuff. I thought that I was thinking of like. Of, there was a extent. <laughs> there was a point in time where that used to be like the trend. So I would have that up at one point, and then like there was also um, trend for your background for your side roll to be like one color and it'd just be one color and plain like there would it's be like nothing else on it yeah um and then like your fonts would be different you can also buy you also have to buy that wow you have to buy that yeah that's you have to buy everything you have to buy everything but like i would that's why you need all this totori that's oh why i would ask goodness. my relatives to send me that for my birthday or like whatever special occasion. Did we? Did Canadians have something like that back then? Like that? No, right? MySpace or like Facebook. But you couldn't really customize it, and nor did it ask. Well, you to yeah, pay for it. yeah, no. Yeah. No, wow. we Koreans were just extra. I I wouldn't know because uh, I got my first one in grade ten. Oh yeah. Yeah. Back then, Snapchat was just like flashing up, pop, popping up. Now it's gone, but oh, or it's, it's still there, kind of. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I I didn't really use Snapchat. Anyway, so <laughs> original yeah. original topic here, um, Nate, I would go in. <laughs> is that the original topic? <laughs> that was the original topic, man. Is where I derived Cyrold from. Oh, derived into Cyrold. Um, but um, yeah. So basically, I would use Nate and Naver to look up um like very updated news yes. content in Korea. If you guys could uh, choose uh, to go back, would you prefer to walk this th- walk this like path of a one point five gen again, or would you rather remain Korean? Or third option, if you could be like born in Canada and like actual Completely. native, right. yeah. Out of the three options, which would you prefer? Prefer like. Well, from the experiences we've only had is like the 1.5 gen, but like, would you want to experience the other two or would you want to like just keep going with this and like try to take the best of both worlds? I think I'd choose this path, but I think I would have maybe indulged a bit more in the native side a bit more because that's the one thing I feel like I couldn't do when I was younger. When you're exposed to more... By like native, Korean, Korean native? Or? Oh, like Canadian native. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Canadian oh. native. Like for me, the fact that I'm 1.5, I feel like it's very privileged. Because at, if you're Korean, like the reasons why I can't c- converse properly with a Korean person is I realize our mindset is very different. And I find... I don't mean to offend any Korean out there, but I find myself not agreeing with a lot of their mind values. Like I kind of... Like, I know like their I, cultural values? Yeah, I mean like... Like, for example, one of the main thing I heard was like, I heard in Korea, a wedding itself is mostly meant for your parents. Oh, yeah. But for me, that's like, 
no, wedding is for me and my wife. Like, what do you have to do with this? Like, my chuki gum is mine, bro. <laughs> like, you ain't taking none of that. Just mom and dad, I'll give you some. But like, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, but like the thought of me having to like have a big wedding and invite most of my parents' friends makes no sense to me. It's like my moment, my wife's moment, you know, and we're going to enjoy it. Like, Orinder, you know, do what you want in the corner. But like, you know, we're going to enjoy it. So that's just one of the things. So like I feel like it's, a, it's the best of both worlds having to know that culture and taking the good parts of that culture and knowing that culture and knowing the good parts yeah, of that and just totally blending agree. it. But then again, you have this mixture of very ugly mess. You don't know which one to fit into. That, but that's me. Yeah, it's like it's like all 1.5. That's why you have friends who are like 1.5. 1. 1. We're all ugly together. Right. Yeah. Right. But I think even amongst 1.5 gen, there's like such a variety. That's very true. Like even like see like look at the three of us we're so different right like even I was saying that I'm more Korean right it's like one point three point one point three five <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm like a one point seven five it varies from one point one right to one point nine right um, but it's ironic because you came to Canada I know right like first yeah and you're oh, closer this to is another Korean. another topic um can you guys see yourselves dating a non-Korean I can. Yeah, yeah, I totally can. Cause, um, I find that if you're if you're Korean, Korean, you're actually more open to seeing someone who's non-Korean. Oh, really? But oh, if you're yeah. like like a one point five gen, you opt to see someone who is Korean. Where are those numbers from? Where is that? That's from. Is it reliable? Is it from Serena just Source? People, it's just it's Serena Source. I'll be honest, but I find that so not reliable. Me, not, not a reliable. <laughs> no, people around me are like that. So, I mean, I I figured that you guys would opt to find someone who's. But you're you're dating Korean Korean. Yeah. That's very odd, Josh. Uh, no, like it's I'm, I'm that's a very bad conversation to be having. <laughs> no, it's good, but like I feel like there's a lot of clashes with our culture. And it I I have many times realizing like, there's a lot of times where I realize it would be much more convenient for both of us if we were on the same page. Right. Within the cult- culture context. You know, now that I think about it, I think the reason why like people naturally drift apart to their own ethnic groups is because we don't live life alone and like we have these connections around us, but then these connections, like our family, for example, mm-hmm. will have like similar people to them. Right. So, like as we grow up and as we meet more and more people, we're we're just naturally more like we'll be meeting like similar people, right? Like, right, 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 right. Like say, like I'm not gonna be suddenly having a lot of I don't know, Caucasian people in my life, like if I don't actually go out there and try to connect with them. Whereas, like if I even if I don't do anything, I just lie in my bed and just breathe. There's gonna be Korean people in my life because like my family is Korean and they have Korean friends and they have Korean like, I think that might be the reason why. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like be, same thing for them. Like, like if they don't like try to do anything, like they're just naturally gonna have like similar people that come and go mm-hmm. by in their lives. I think I don't want to. I don't want to say I don't want to, but I would prefer someone who is Korean over someone like who's not for a relationship. Korean. If I had only two choices. <laughs> if I had no choices, like if it was just between a non-Korean and a Korean, then I'd probably date someone who's Korean. But now that you say that, I can feel like I really because, would. Yeah. Because, because it's easier for me to explain to a Korean person 
about my like 1.5 side yeah. than to a non-Korean about my like Korean side. That's very true. I feel it is easier. Yeah, that to I come to terms that. in that way. And like it's for like my parents too. Well, now that I'm older and I'm like I potentially may be seeking someone in a serious relationship. Yes. <laughs> I know you're Rest laughing, in peace. But <laughs> it potentially potentially be potentially. But um like if I meet someone who's who's not um Korean, like it might be harder for my parents to bond with them. But but saying my mom actually was recently like she really doesn't doesn't care. She's <laughs> she just wants like, me to get into a relationship. <laughs> and your relationship's fine at this point. And I'm like, I, I don't I'm fine having no relationship, but So where's ever who's ever is listening to this podcast? Uh, we have a nice nineteen ninety four Serena. She sings well. If you have any guys, just call us up. Six oh four one 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 one. Oh my gosh. Yes. Anyways, yeah. So I think it's, I think it's just for me. It's more comforting to see someone who's Korean. So same question for you. If you had a choice between the three options, which was stay one point five, like if you go back, or be just fully Korean or be fully Canadian or something, what would you choose and why? I I think I don't mind being one point five. I mean, like there's moments where I'm like, oh, like where I'm like oh I, I'm not like so fitting but like it's not to the extent where I feel like it disrupts my being of like living my life or you know having fun in my life I think there's just moments where like oh you know like uh, I don't like match with these kinds of people but that's fine like I can I still try um, and I love well I've, I've come to find the benefit of being able to speak to like more than one language, not just two languages, but just more than one language, um, because it's such a huge um, asset, especially if you start to work in in Canada. You, you being able to speak more than one language is a huge, mm. huge benefit, right? Like mm. for applying for jobs, um, or even like in in school right like i know in high school you have to take a korean language course right or i mean a language course and i know a lot of koreans bypass that by taking korean um oh right 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 right. they would get the credits actually didn't take the korean right right right. (laughs) Right. they would get the credits spanish because i was like that's kind of cheating your way i i I actually looked down upon people who did that you looked down on people with that? Yeah, because it's like you're cheating your way to, through. Did it. Through. Look yeah. down on me. I don't want to. Yeah, but I mean. That, so, that was back in the so day. So, do you speak some Spanish, Spanish now? I don't. Yeah, so. Hola, what is that? Senorita. Hola, senorita. Vamos. Vamos. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I enjoy. Like new language, speaking new language, learning new language. I would say learning, learning about a new language. Um, now, as I'm older, than than back then, because it's only it was only for schooling then, right? So mm. that's all fun, right? Right. Okay. Last question for you guys. Korea and Canada goes in a World Cup finals. Who do you guys root oh, Korea. for? Korea. Totally Korea. 
It was so much this more is, fun. This is like, <laughs> this is, I think. It's right away. Well, it also depends on the sports because if it was hockey. Oh, yeah, Canada, Canada. Okay, so you guys are just going to go with the team that thinks they're going to win? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, because first of all, Canada doesn't, doesn't really have a soccer team. Like, they never really made it to the FIFA. I heard they made it once in 2019 or something like that. But like, okay, how about this? Korea and Canada go on the rock, paper, scissors World Cup, okay? Something like they're oh, pretty even at. That's pretty hard, actually. I'd say Korean. I think I would probably root for Korea. I I feel like I have a m- more of an identity as a Korean than yeah. as a Canadian, which is very weird. It's weird. I think, but I think I I think most Kyopo say that. Like, if you go to LA, a lot of the Kyopos there, they like look like complete American people, but, but they'll identify. They're so as... proud of being Korean, right? Right. Mm. So they can like, yeah. Well, speaking of like this last like point that came in my head yesterday, but like. How similar are like we… Because we're like Vancouver 1.5 gens. I wonder how similar or different we are from like say… I don't know. Person in like Portugal. That's 1.5 Korean. Or like Australia. Like hip hungry hippo. I think it's definitely different. I think it's super different. I don't want to say super different. There's going to be aspects where we will like be able to sympathize. Right. But there's also going to be experiences where… It's only pertaining to where we live. Right, right, right. Where we've like grown up. As well, well explained. I like that. Nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, well, I think time, it will be like both, yeah. Uh, management was pretty bad because <laughs> it was our first try. If you guys stuck until now, thanks. Um, we don't have a name for our podcast, but yeah, we don't. Maybe we'll have one next time we come back. If we do. <laughs> yeah. We love suggestions. Yeah. yeah. Give us suggestions. Give us suggestions if anyone to… Has how, how, are, how are they going to send the suggestions? We don't, we don't even have an email. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> send your suggestions. Because it'll be people we, we know, right? That'll be listening to this. If you make it to the end of this podcast… <laughs> we should clap. If you… Like, like wow. If you've made it to 60 minutes <laughs> of our blabbering… <laughs> congratulations. It's over. Yeah. yeah. Like… Wow. Like if you've made it to to this point of the yeah. podcast, please yeah. send us like because it'll be from either one of us, right? It will be like a pool within our no peers, messages. right? <laughs> like please no. send us. <laughs> We're gonna get no messages. DM, text, you know, cut <laughs> off. Please, please send us um, some name suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we can uh, come back with another topic that can be an hour every time. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Hope it was fun for you guys too. (laughs) (laughs) Those listening. (laughs) Okay. Bye. See you guys next time.